YouTube, Your Game, MFF Fails, podcast listeners all over the globe. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of We Talk Mass, where we talk Dallas Mavericks from a fan's perspective. It is your boys, Rail and Team. You were a late one for you. Got a good one for you tonight, guys. Got a topic that I think is pretty interesting. We'll get into it here in a little bit. What's good with you, King? Not much, bro. Uh, long day today. Let's talk a little bit about these Mavs. Look at the people what they want. Yes, sir. We'll get into the Mavs. But before we do all that, guys, we definitely got to encourage the people who are new to the channel to go ahead and hit that subscribe button, man, and join the Glow Yard family. And also for everyone watching the show tonight, man, and hit that like button, guys, to help us build the algorithm up to find more Mavs fans like yourselves to join the Glow Yard family, man. We definitely appreciate everybody hopping on late tonight. Shout out to Corey Lee, the Knicks fan in the building. What's good with you, man? So, all right, man, you ready to get into it? Let's do it. All right, man, we got a special one here. Um, this is not really news and rumors, but we can just say news and rumors, I guess. Um, this is kind of just like a little, uh, like a little topic we kind of found on uh, Smoking Cuban. As you usually pop up with brand new things here, interesting comments. I mean, uh, interesting t- uh, topics and conversations to start with. So we found this one talking about 16 players Dallas Mavericks gave up on way too soon. I feel like me and King kind of talked about some of these ad nauseum. So I know a lot of y'all are probably used to us talking about them. And it's just funny that the uh, Smoking Cuban kind of pointed out and you know pinpointed a few of them that we already talked about. So we're about to get into it now, man. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, man, let's do this. Um, so uh how you want to do this you want to just like go through the list and then talk about it or you want me to read off a little bit of what they said i guess just just freestyle it just go through the list and then uh whatever comes to mind as we see it all right let me see we got it first man first up okay here we go let me get this next oh so first up wait hold on you skip past you skip past the first one He he was on that page there you go Oh, Harrison Bourne. Okay, I didn't see no picture. All right, man. So number one up is Harrison Bourne. I think a lot of us already know the situation with him uh, getting traded during a game, during the trade deadline. It says uh, Harrison Bourne's Dallas Mavericks trade salary dump Harrison Bourne's on February 2019. It was Luka Doncic's rookie season, and the franchise had just acquired Christoph Porzingis. 
they were worried that Barnes would opt into his $25.1 million player option for the 29-22 season, which would limit the team's flexibility in building around the two young stars. So Dallas moved on from the 6-8 forward after two and a half seasons. Yeah. Basically, uh, that comes down, I feel like, to Christos Wilson signing his qualifying offer. If he signed his qualifying offer like he'd uh, said he would have, we wouldn't have to make that move. But... Yeah, no, nah, nah, I agree. Like I said, uh, and I don't think it was really was Chris. I think it was more Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't giving him Mark. I meant the. I'm just saying, Chris stops basically. Yeah, was going yeah, to set I mean, that up. It'd have been fine, yeah. but Mark wanted to give him his money right away. So, yeah, yeah I, I always say, man, the, the whole what if thing. Like, what happened? What would have happened if if we had to just you know did sign him to the qualifying offer? Man, we'd probably be in a better spot right now. I guess Dallas felt like, you know, they invested too much in him already. They didn't want to just, like, you know, deal with the chance of him walking for free agency that next summer. So, But, you know, hindsight 2020, we already see how that turned out. And we're still paying for it now. We still haven't given uh, the Knicks their, their pick yet. So, so yeah. So, uh, but do you think that's a uh, – we we, we, we uh, gave him up too soon? Yeah, definitely. Um, I know they talked about – Wanting to make Luca the man, and that was part of it as well. Uh, that's coaching, though, man. I always say that. That's always comes down to coaching. Coaches supposed to decide that, get that situated right, and all. Like you don't just give up on players. Your coach's job is to make, put the players in the best positions. So, right. that's how I feel about it. So you never give up talent. That's like giving up Kyrie right now. Like you don't give up Kyrie. You find a way to make them work. All right, man. Number two, Darren Collison. This is an interesting one. Says um, the Mavericks traded uh, Mahimi to Indiana in 2012 for Darren Collison and Dante Jones. It was a bit of a surprise move, but Dallas had a hole at point guard after Jason Kidd departed for for New York. The 25-year-old Collison helped the Pacers uh, reach the playoffs two straight years, and most ex- uh, expected him to be the starter for the Mavs. Um, I didn't have a problem with Darren Collison. I just didn't feel like he was a starting point guard. Yeah. Um... I didn't problem with him. I wasn't crying when he was gone either. Um, he was he was fine when he was here. I wasn't like mad when he was here. He wasn't like a guy I was yelling to get rid of. But I wasn't like, oh my goodness, the Mavericks missed out on on something when they got rid of him. So, and I wasn't like, oh my god, we just picked up, you know, Isaiah Thomas Jr. out here, man. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like Rondo. I felt a different way when we picked up Rondo. Um, mm-hmm. During Collinson, it was just we need to fill holes at that position at that point we were just filling up holes while Dirk was still here so yeah I agree all right man oh this is a good one Jay Crowder the Mavericks acquired Jay Crowder in the draft night trade 2012 and a 664 immediately cracked the rotation as a rookie the 22 year old was a versatile bench option that needed to improve his jump which is true we did need to improve his jump when he was with us uh, of course he got better at the left um, you know, Jay Crowder was part of that trade for Brandon Wright. Was in that Rondo trade. Those were two guys I really didn't want to lose, man. Like I said, a young, versatile wing. You already know how I feel about Brandon Wright. I didn't want to get rid of both of them. But I thought, you know, Rondo coming in, he could have been like that Jason Kidd for us coming in. And we already know the rest is history, man, with him and uh, Rick Carlisle. He talked about it before here recently. So, yeah. Jay Crowder was supposed to be our Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah. We end up getting Dodo because we got rid of Jay Crowder, I feel like. Um, he was the guy that's been that 
defender for us, lockdown type guy, and uh, was supposed to work on his shot and get his shot uh, developed over time. So once we missed out on him, I felt like we had to work on Dota. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm surprised we didn't bring him back at any point in time, man. Yeah. I think they tried to. Yeah, probably a couple times they tried to bring him back. They got him for the low this summer, but I guess. Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee said, no, nah, we we going we gonna to match anything anybody throw at him. Uh, oh, this is a good one, too, man. Jawan Howard. Said Howard had a 19-year NBA career that saw him play for eight different teams, including two separate stints with the Mavs. He was the fifth overall pick in 94. Uh, NBA draft by the Washington Bullets. The 6'9 forward immediately cracked the rotation and was an all-star in his second season. Howard spent six and a half seasons in the nation's capital before being traded to Dallas February 2001. I remember that trade, man. I thought we was like, on our way. Yeah. Hell, you could have... Uh... Juwan Howard may have been a better center than the, the centers that came after him. <laughs> like uh, getting rid of him and all that, the guys that end up playing, like Juwan probably would help better than those guys did. Uh, yeah. But uh, Juwan was an older dude at that point. That's more of your time. Uh, I was at the beginning of my math 10 years being a fan. He wasn't, he wasn't that old, though. They got drafted in 94. He's only in the league for like seven years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. But, I just mean as far as um, he was an older guy. As far as I was used to him with the bullets and all. By the time he got there with y'all, like I said, it was a different story. Um, they would, John used to be the dude. He used to be nice. Uh, he's pretty nice when he was with Dallas too, though. Yeah, he was straight with Dallas. Um, I thought he was going. I mean, yeah, like you yeah. said, Eastern uh, Washington. Him and uh, yeah. well, him and Weber got there together. Yep. But y'all, um, I mean, uh, yeah, Washington. You got rid of him and things happened. So, like I said, that's more of one something for you to touch on because, like I said, he he was. He was there when I really first started uh, watching the Mavericks, and then he ended up leaving right after that. So that's more of a how did you feel about it as far as getting them? them uh, as far as getting them, man, I, like I said, that was kind of around the time we turned the corner as far as like, okay, we starting to build something. Of course, you know, we had Nash, Penley, and Dirk kind of coming to this, you know, coming to. Um, we felt like we were making steps trying to be a perennial a playoff team. Um course uh i think that was the no that was the year that was the same year when calvin booth made the shot yep okay um against utah yeah so kind of felt like that was so that summer not summer that that trade deadline we ended up trading for Jawan howard because we thought we just needed that one piece they could finally make us a you know a perennial playoff team or whatever um of course you know we played end up playing san antonio in the second round and we got demolished i think it was four one um is, I mean, Tim Duncan was killing Jawan Howard, man. I mean, which is to be expected. But, yep. you know, at that time, I thought we had a top tier uh, power forward in the league. I thought, you know, like I said, I thought that was it. You know, put him and Dirk in there together. They, like you said, they played him at the five a little bit and moved Dirk to the four. Or uh, sometimes he might have had Dirk in him in there with like Sean Bradley or something, put Dirk at the three. But, yeah, I think back then Dirk was playing more three, right? Um, At that time, I think they, they had him playing more four. It was four. He, I thought it, yeah, he picked the weight up and everything over the offseason. He played three, uh, the three his first like two years in the league, and then they moved him to the four. Okay. And then, uh, so I'm trying to think, yeah, because Jawan started. So I think I mean, he might be right. He might be yeah, right. I thought he was still the three at that point. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Because they started. I'm trying to think because they didn't have Jawan starting at the center. Uh, who was starting center? Was it Bradley at that point? I thought Brad was going off the bench. Come here, Bradley was. I, I mean, for for Bradley, he was balling in that series against San Antonio. 
That's it, was, it, it, it wasn't LaFrench yet. No, it wasn't LaFrench yet. It was late. Did Juwan have a pull LaFrench in him? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I thought it was. It wasn't Sean Bradley. I might have to go back and look, man. It might have been Sean Bradley, but I, I thought he came off the bench. Because I remember he balled in that series, and, he, and in that series, what got him his contract. Yep. I might have looked that up, man. All right, let's see what we got next. Sam Cassell, man, says Mavs uh, missed the playoffs for a decade straight from 91 to 2000. There was a glimmer of hope during the stretch after they drafted Jason Kidd, second overall in the 94 draft. He teamed with uh, Jim Jackson, Jamal Mashburn to form the three J's. Uh, the young trio had uh, the young trio had everyone excited, but it did not even last two full seasons before all three players were traded. Yeah. Um, you want to scroll down some more? They probably got some more about Sam on the bottom. Oh, yeah. It says Dallas sent Jason Kidd to Phoenix in December 96 in the six-player trade. That netted uh, the match Michael Finley, A.C. Green, and Sam Cassell. I remember that trade. Uh, the 6'3 guard was a former first-round draft pick that, that was hungry for a playing time. Cassell lasted just 16 games with the Mavericks before being traded for a third time in six months. This time it was Jim Jackson for the uh, – from the three J's that excited the Mavs in a nine-player deal that brought Sean Bradley, Robert Pack uh, to the mayor. I remember that. Cassell immediately became a net starting point guard and reached a new level. He averaged over 18 points a game in six of the next seven years and made his first career All-Star appearance in 2004. Yeah. I remember all that, man. Yeah, that's before my time, but uh, shout-out to Sam Cassell, Baltimore's own. Oh, oh you in Baltimore? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember that trade because I was mad when we let kid go. But then when I found out we was getting Philly in return, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not even too mad. Yeah, it'd been um, nice to had AC Green and all them. It'd been it'd been, it'd been nice to have Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell was a was a solid point guard. Yeah, we just we just had bad coaches around that time, man. Yeah, Sam Sam was a winner. Yeah. I think we had, I think we had Jim Clemens at that time as our coach, and he tried to he tried to implement the triangle, which why him and Jesse Kidd kind of bumped heads too. I always remember. So um, my former barber, my, my barber now is my my best friend, uh, BA, but uh, my former barber, he cuts. I don't know if he still does. Probably retired now. But he cuts Sam Cassell hair as well. I don't know what hair, but he used to go in there. That's what he's doing. Yeah, but um. He used to come in there and chill, and I remember he, one day he came in here and he was like talking to everybody. He came up to me and said, hey, "What's up, man?" I'm saying, I'm "Like, bro, I know who you are. <laughs> like, uh, I know who you are." But yeah, Sam Cassell, Baltimore's own man. Like, shout out to Sam. All right, ooh, okay, here we go. Let us see right here. Big smooth Sam Perkins uh, said the Mavs joined uh, the NBA as an expansion franchise in 1980, but some early geniuses traded. Uh, trades set uh, them up nicely. Uh, Dallas was part of the NBA creating this, the stepping rule, and it was allowing them to select four over, fourth overall after reaching the playoffs for the first time in 1984. Oh, no, I thought it was 83. Uh, the reward was Sam Perkins of 6'9 forward. I thought Sam Perkins was 7 feet. Nah. Bro, I thought this man was 7 feet this whole time, bro. Nah, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, nah man, that's crazy. Kind of like this is like that Jared Allen thing. Uh, the reward was uh, Sam Perkins, 6'9 forward, that made an instant impact. The Mavs reached the playoffs in each of 
his first four years, including going to the conference finals in 98, I mean, uh, 88. Uh, Perkins was a starter and a key contributor for six years before leaving to join the Lakers in free agency in 1990. I remember that. Uh, he played with Michael Jordan and James Worthy in uh, UNC, of course. He said, and helped the Tar Heels win the uh, NCAA National Championship in 82. And Perkins was a key member of the team. USA winning the Olympic gold in 84. Perhaps he was always destined to leave. Yeah. Perkins. Yeah, just, oh, I'm sorry. Good. You said what? Oh, keep going. If you're going to read the rest, I'm sorry. Uh, Perkins was fantastic over the next seven years, including helping the Lakers, Supersonics, Pacers, when they reached the NBA Finals. Former Mad Big Man has a fantastic story, along with playing with many of the all-time greats. He has also done a ton of charity work, Sam Perkins would likely rank a bit higher on this list, but the Mavericks likely did not have any chance of keeping him in 90. Still, they left the 694 departed uh, just as he was entering his prime without getting a return. Yep. I remember that. I was to say, y'all, y'all, he just didn't want to play for y'all anymore? Yeah, that, that was around the time, man. Uh, we were losing a lot of our guys. I think Rolando ended up going over to uh, New York. Of course, uh, Harper left not too long ago after that. Tarpy was going through his stuff. Uh, we ended up losing uh, McGuire to Detroit. Like, we were starting to, like, lose our, our players, man. We starting to lose a lot of our key pieces. That's why, like, right when the 90s hit, man, was when we kind of went downhill. Yeah, he's about to go through that trash. He about the team, and he didn't know what the hell he was doing, so. Yeah, I was just about to go through that long uh, trash period. Yeah, we did go through the long trash period. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're about to when this was happening. You're just about to go through it with uh, Sam Perkins. So, why didn't you um, trade him? I, I don't even know. I can't tell you that. Uh, I was too young to even realize. I just remember, <laughs> I just remember the guys leaving. I don't know nothing about the story of why they left. Gotcha. I just know the guys left. I just remember seeing uh, Blackman in, in the Knicks uniform. It didn't look right. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't Harp didn't look right. Um, who else? Like I said, man, Tarpley, they kept, they kept, I think he got reinstated twice. And then the second time, they, you know, just like banned him out of the league. Um, Sam, Sam Perkins was nice, though, bro. Yeah. That's what I said. He called him Big Smooth, man. That boy was, I don't know why I thought he was seven feet, man. This whole time, I thought he was seven. One of those nice four was just consistent. Them Horace yeah. Grant types dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I like Big Sam, man. Yeah, I never thought he was uh, seven feet, though. He was always a forward. Well, I mean, I thought, like, I don't know. I don't know why I thought he was seven feet, man. He looked, he looked tall when he played for, like, the Lakers and stuff. I would thought he was, like, a big seven-footer. But I guess that didn't make sense. Especially at that time, you know, they had, the seven-footers are always center. So, uh, Devin Harris, man, he said the Mavs traded Antoine Jameson for Stackhouse, Christian Leitner in the fifth overall pick in 2004's NBA draft where they selected Devin Harris. I remember that, man. Yeah. They traded him away. Uh, I mean – yeah, that's hard. That's a that's a hard decision for that one though because will we have won a championship with Devin Harris? I don't even know. We got there, but I don't know. I think um, I don't know. That's a hard one because I like Jason Kidd, man. Yeah, but then I also like at that time I like Devin Harris. I like where his boss was going. I like Devin Harris a lot, and he I know was, my boss was mad. He was he, he was going to be nice. Devin Harris. He became that one-time All-Star, right? Yeah, that next year. I mean, I guess he got the same amount of All-Stars as Jason, as Jason Kidd had for the Mavs. Well, the second time, right? 
Jason Kidd got one again. I think he did one. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, it sucked when he was when he when he left or when he got traded away. I, I like Devin Harris. I thought, like I said, Devin Harris was about to be the future. We all saw it. He was the next big thing over here. This, the blur, was just ridiculous. But um, it's like our Tony Parker in a way. It felt like. Then when Tony Parker happened, he got traded. Yeah, but then Devin got traded, and then um, he went and made noise that one year with New Jersey, and uh, kind of went downhill from there. So. The injuries kind of get caught up with him. Yeah, so it sucks. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm okay with it. We end up getting him back. He never got a championship with us. That sucks. But it is what it is. We got J.K. I mean, we traded Devin Harris for J.K. You think anybody else would be mad for that? Especially with the outcome, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Antoine Jameson, man, this one is interesting right here. So the Mavs were uh, fresh off a trip to the conference finals in 2003, which we should have won, but no story. Uh, it says when they acquired Jameson in a nine-player deal with the Warriors that sent Avery Johnson, Nick Van Naxel, and uh, Popeye Jones to Golden State. Uh, he was a starter for the Dubs, uh, but came off the bench with Dallas behind Michael Finley and Antoine Walker, the 6'8'4", averaged 14-6-1 in 29 minutes per game, and he won the six-man of the year. Definitely remember that, man. I ain't gonna lie. We when we lost Jameson, I was not happy. I didn't want him. You didn't? No, nah, I wanted I wanted Nick Van Exel. I was mad we lost Nick. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like I, I think I, that was around the time too. Like Nick was starting to get hurt and stuff. Yeah, he was starting like, to get Nick, a lot of Nick, games. Right, Nick was that dude though for us, man. Nick. <laughs> like Nick was that dude. So I was mad we got but I mean he was he was decent. He was all right. I thought he was gonna do a little I mean, I guess they, they had him in a six man role so he could do what he did. Really it was Anton Walker that was the letdown. Yeah, that that's that was a letdown. Like because I remember when we made that like we traded him away, him and Antoine Walker away. I was like, I really didn't think it was Antoine Jameson that was the problem. Yeah, it was it was really like, he came Walker. off the bench and did his thing, man. He was consistent. Like he was a guy that I, like you said, he played uh this, they put him in that role because you know we had Antoine Walker or whatever, so you can't play both of them at the same time. So they had him coming off the bench, and out of both of them, he was more consistent. So, yeah. So yeah, Excuse I agree. Me. Yeah, I, I like Antoine Jameson, man. Excuse me, we just didn't get no um, just defense, man. We always had a problem just trying to grab the defensive guys. We kept grabbing all these offensive dudes. So to Kevin Durant. Yeah, that was that was Don Nelson's uh, thing, well, man. You know, them Nelsons, man. Yeah, he want to put that team together. He want a high octane offense. Nelsons. Uh oh, here we go. Shrimp. So the man draft, drafted Shrimp uh, with the eighth pick in the 85, but he was stuck uh, behind Rolando Blackman and Aguirre. Spitty. Uh, and Sam Perkins, the 16th. Oh, I thought was like, see? People's tights, man. I thought he was like 6'7 this whole time. Uh, he taller than Perkins. Yeah. So the 16th forward show flashes over his three and a half years in Dallas before being traded to the Pacers for Herb Williams. God that's the reason why we had Herb Williams. Herb Williams. 89. Trashy Herb Williams, boy. The man slowly started blowing things up as Shrimp career took off. Man. Yeah. Trashy Herb Williams, man. That don't make no sense, though, because y'all, y'all was getting rid of y'all guys. So why? And I, I, and I forgot about Dale Shrimp. He's one of the core. We, we had we had a deep squad. We had a deep squad, man. Yeah. We had a deep squad, man. Like I said, when they started trade dudes off and dudes was – 
uh you know free agents and all that stuff that's, that's when we just went downhill that's why we were considered one of the worst franchises from the, the 90s in, in sports history that's he was worse than the clippers man like he was it was bad say worse than the clippers yeah we, we, we uh, voted the worst Ooh. franchise in the in sports before the clippers bro worse than the Bro, in like 10 games 11 games like multiple years god <laughs> that's why people are so mad oh, starting man. to kind of turn the corner when we had the three j's and he just read that one part Let me read that one part so we only had them for like two seasons together you know what i'm saying like they didn't even give it time to grow man I feel that was sick. the whole ross Perot jr era bro that's why i said it was the trashiest era in dallas history bro i feel i feel bad for like charlotte and all they had this then i sat through so many losing years like that no that's horrible man i'm telling you that's why i tell folks all the time like people are complaining about it now like yeah, yeah. I didn't this, this year was horrible in the 90s bro i'm gonna tell you that now that was the worst time i hate man i thought I this you, year was horrible games, bro. Man, they were like giveaway tickets at the grocery store man that's how bad it was yeah uh, man. i thought this year was horrible though that's crazy man. This year, I take this year over any year. Uh, the ten years we had in uh, the nineties, uh, Jamal Mashburn is up next. He said the Mavs won just eleven games in '93. Told you, he said just eleven games in '93, but they slipped to fourth. Told you that too. We, 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 never never moved up. we always fall. We either fall or we stay projected where we are. Who was who was first that year? That that mob uh, Mashburn got that uh, drafted. That was uh. Weber. Let's see Webb. Yeah, Weber. That was Webb or uh or Penny Hardaway y'all could have had, right? Yep. God dang. Yep. Bro. That's what we got went through the nineties, man. If you tell dang. Me. Mm. I mean, but all them dudes got hurt though, right? Who was who was who was third that year? I thought Penny was third. Penny wasn't second. I thought Penny was second. I thought Penny was like third. I thought he was second. I thought him and Weber got switched. Yeah, they did get switched, but I remember like them waiting a while. Penny then Penny got drafted. Maybe. I thought it was one. I thought it was one, two. It might be one three. Then who was two then? So I'm trying to I don't I don't remember. And I got a little bit. I don't remember. Because truthfully, it might have just been a an injury riddled uh just draft in general. I just remember Orlando drafting Weber and then later on trading him to go to state for Penny. I, I was up in the uproar about it. I thought Weber was going to Orlando. Was that the best move? Yeah. yeah. So I think it worked for both of them. Because now if you think about it, I don't think it's like like they both, I think both Weber and Shaq kind of said it. You think that worked? You think that worked work for, you think that worked for, uh, for what's the name for um, Golden State? Golden State had Weber for one year. <laughs> Yeah, they signed up for one. I never, and of course, you can't do that no more. But you know, they had Weber for one year. That bro. was Don Nelson, man. That was Don Nelson. He, he signed up for that one year. Then, <laughs> then he didn't use him right or whatever. That was a whole issue. Nelson, to, to Baltimore. Oh my God, this dude, this dude had Weber for one year. <laughs> yep. Yo, they gave away everything for that draft. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, man. When we had got yeah, Don Nelson as a GM, man, like the, the I know, I mean, math fans were not happy, bro, because they remember some of the idiotic moves Don kind of did when he was his own GM. 
Because everywhere Don went, he was a GM and a coach. <laughs> Bro, they gave up everything for that draft pick. I'm so sorry for laughing. They gave everything for that draft pick. I had that man for one year, man. That's I never heard of anything. That's what? How? Yeah, that's, that's why they, you can't, they can't just trade. You can't sign up like number one picks like that no more for the one year. Uh, let's get into this one. Jamal Mappers uh, won 11 games in 93, but slipped to four in the lottery. I said, I'm sorry, the Mavs won 11 games in 93, but slipped to fourth in the lottery. It was a disappointing result, but the franchise selected Jamal Mashburn, who was a 6'8 forward. He averaged 19.2 points a game as a rookie and gave Dallas two young scoring wings to build around. Excuse me, the Mavs only won 13 in 94. But their prize was drafting Jason Kidd with the number two pick. That's why I was telling you a minute ago. It was a bunch of years. He won like 11, 12, 13 yeah. games in a row all season. Mash Burn and Jimmy Jackson only got you 13 games. Gee. Then they get kids the next year. They won 13. They won 13 again? Mm-hmm. God. How the, what was going on? Is y'all coaching? That was that. Yeah, bad? we had Quinn Buckner. We had uh, like I said, we had John Jim Clemens. I remember Quinn Buckner, man. That's that's that dude. After he left Dallas, he didn't get a coaching job after that. In the NBA, he didn't get no more coaching jobs. You know how many coaches would love to have that, bro? I would love to start as a head coach and had a three man lineup as my team. You know, I'm trying to remember did did Dick Mata come back in one of them stints? I think he did come back. He came back, I think, and then he retired. And I think we got Quinn Buckner. Who was the pick at the Jason Kidd the year after that? Uh, I think it was Cherokee Parks. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But I think it might have been Cherokee Parks. All right, man, this is another one, too. Derek Harper. The Mavs drafted Harper 11th overall in 83. They were entering their fourth season as a franchise and were hungry for their first playoff appearance. Harper backed up Brad Davis in his first two seasons before transitioning into the starter in the year three. He just kept getting better, and the Mavericks did not make the conference finals. Uh, did not make the conference finals in '88 without him. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, he was Derek Harper was considered one of the greatest defensive point guards in history. Um, yeah, I remember like him coming behind, uh, starting behind Derek, uh, Brad Davis. I was starting. He came up the bench behind Brad Davis, man. He's kind of waiting on his time. Brad Davis finally retired uh, when he finally kind of started with him and Rowe in the backcourt. Uh, he came back, I, I want to say he came back in 94, I think. I think he came back in 94 and he ended up retiring. You don't have the heart jersey? I, I, I wanted it. Uh, I remember they had a heart jersey and a uh, Rolando Blackman jersey like years ago. The uh, green ones. They had them uh, about like years ago. I don't know why they didn't just go ahead and get them. But it was like early 2000s, I think, when they came out. Shout out to Tyler Hero. Uh, here we go. It's another one, man. Tyson Chandler. I know you. Uh, this hit home for you. Says, uh, there's <laughs> a win that's led the Mavs to the playoffs for, for a decade straight, 2010. Including a trip to the finals in 2006, still Dallas needed a change. They had been knocked out of the first round of the playoffs in three of the last four four years. Nowinski was still chasing his first championship. Eric Dampier had been the team's starting center for the previous four years, but the Dallas Mavericks jumped at the chance to upgrade to Chandler. You saying that sound like uh, what's his name, uh, Dwight Powell? 
You said what now? You said damn pissed on before. <laughs> Sound like the white power. Just like, like why, why they guys starting? <laughs> but um, yeah. I, think I would take Eric Dampier over the white power. Oh, absolutely, I would too. Um, probably no, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. Maybe not. I hated the Eric Dampier, bro. Eric Dampier hands were trash, man. Like he had yeah, the they, worst hands. They they was they was they was trash, but he still got more rebounds than us. Yeah, he got he got more rebounds. But golly, I could I could. I can trust the white powder to finish a log, man, more than I can Eric Dampier. Hold on, hold on. Let me sure you getting this right. You getting on on Eric Dampier's hands when this man that had no kneecaps. Yeah, he didn't. You're right, but he got that contract from us. He shut the gut. But Tyson yeah, Chandler. One good year with Golden State. That one good year, bro. But Tyson Chandler, though, we already know the story. Best center in the math history after one year. And we let him go to try to get uh, Dwight Howard. So, shout out to Mark Eben. But talk to Larry and say it wasn't Mark Eben. It was all Donnie. So, shout out to Donnie, I guess. All right, man. Let's get to these little last four real quick. Uh, Mark Aguirre. Uh, acquired. Aguirre was one of the – was the only number one overall pick in Dallas history, bro. Think about that. Only number one pick in Dallas history. The lottery did not start until 85. So Dallas winning just 15 games in his inaugural season meant they got the top selection. So technically, in the lottery era, era we still have not gotten a number one pick. Mm-hmm. So the 6-6 forward quickly cracked the rotation and averaged over 24 points a game in his uh, second season. He was one of the best scorers in the 80s, uh, made three all-star appearances and appearances and was the team's leading scorer during the 1988 run to the Western Conference Finals. Aguirre did not have the best relationship with the organization. I mean, I talked about that before. And it led to a messy exit in 89 as he was traded to the Detroit Pistons. 6-6-4 won two championships in Detroit as he transformed uh, into a role player. Aguirre was the piece that helped the Pistons get over the hump and win the franchise's two rings. Many believe Aguirre's number 24 should be retired in Dallas. He was the leading scorer during the team's first real run, and he helped get the Mavericks off the ground. His relationship with his teammates and members of the organization may never make that possible, but he is a legend and deserves that honor. Mark Aguirre was the first move of many that slowly forced the Mavericks into rebuild and decade-long playoff droughts before Dirk arrived. Amen. Hey, that's all you. Yeah. Uh, listen, like I said, when I was a kid, uh, I was confused on why Aguirre left. Like I said, a lot of this stuff now, I, I know as an adult, as a kid, I did not know about all the ins and outs on why they were leaving. I just know people were leaving. Uh, I remember getting Adrian Danley. My father talked about that all the time. He's still mad about Adrian Danley. He, th- he thought, man, because Adrian Danley was a beast when he was with yeah. Detroit. He felt like when he got over here to Dallas, he just gave up. Um, which I mean, I, I don't blame him for thinking that, man, because Adrian Danley was kind of a selfish player, which is why Detroit tried to get well, rid, of got rid of him. Detroit got rid of him. why they got rid of him. He wanted to outshine uh, Isaiah, like he wanted to be his team, and actually it was Isaiah's team. Yeah, um, he was nice though. Yeah, no, yeah, he was a bucket. You know, he just he was just a selfish player, man. That's what cost him, you know, his spot in in NBA history. You know what I mean? So he kind of just, you know. Just cut down the selfishness, man. He probably could have been the one to help the Pistons get two rings. But. And, you, and you know how Detroit is. Detroit was a straight team. Yeah, straight so. team. So, yeah. 
But yeah, Mark McGuire would definitely a beast. But like, like I know we ask all the time, like why certain players' numbers aren't retired. Aren't retired. I mean, like I said, I think he's one of them too. But like I think, like this article just said, man, his relationship he kind of had strain with the, you know, and I think more people like I think not casuals because a lot of people don't know who Mark McGuire is. Um, I think old school bad NBA players will probably recognize Aguirre more with the Pistons because he won those two championships. Yeah. Like, just for, not for, well, I won't say forgetting, right. but kind of like just like in, as an afterthought of what he did in Dallas. Let's keep it real. That The Western Conference in the 80s, Magic Johnson, bro. Like, if you if you weren't from, like, Dallas and all that stuff. You, bro, I said this forever. I said if Dallas had a play, I really, I swear to you, I, I've been saying this since I was a kid. I really feel like if Dallas had a played in Game Seven in Dallas in '88, I think they would have went to the finals. Now I don't know if they would have beat Boston that year, but I think they would have definitely got past the Lakers if they had Game Seven in, in Dallas. I really, I really feel that man, because Dallas yeah. had a squad. It just I went seven, man. You can always say that. That's not a yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just I really feel like if it was in Dallas in Game Seven, I think it would have been a different story. But but yeah, it is what it is. All right, man, try to get these last little few here. Oh, man, we got to talk about this. <laughs> we can't even talk about it. We got to skip that. Jalen Brunson. We we already know about Jalen Brunson, man. We, we yeah, talk we, about we that. Might, so we might just, just skip it. Yeah, let's, wait, let's skip that. We already know. Jason Kidd. I guess we can read this one. The Mavs selected Jason Kidd overall in 94, and he quickly became one of the league's best point guards. He shared Rookie of the Year honors with, with Grant Hill in 95 before – Becoming an all-star in year two. Future Hall of Famer and current Mav head coach did not see a third full season in Dallas until 2009. <sighs> yeah, that was definitely a regret. Like I said, I was a kid. I was upset when we lost Jason Kidd. I had the jersey and everything. Should they retire number two? Should they retire? They should retire both of them, to be honest with you. I don't know if they should retire five. Did he really do enough to get something retired? I mean, if you want to talk about the seasons, no. But I mean, he did have like all NBAs, all, you know, rookie of the yeah. year, and all star appearances when he was number five. Enough to get him retired, though. Like he not he not bigger than Mark McGuire as far as his first run. Nah. His second run is what like really what made we saw what Jason Kidd was going to become, and that's like that's like if Steve Nash. His first run, if he had a different number in Phoenix, they wouldn't retire his first number because I know he didn't really do anything, but it's just not anything established that I feel like. I feel like the second one, the second run with Dallas, he didn't really – he got an all-star appearance, but his numbers aren't really that that awesome, but he got a championship. So, right. I don't know. I don't know how they would do it. They're probably not going to retire Jason Kidd. Really, the Nets need to retire Jason Kidd numbers. Have they retired? Oh, yeah, retire. Did they retire his number? No. Nah. Not that I know of. Yeah, why the jersey and retires number? That's that's yeah, I don't get that one, but okay. Let's see what number one is. Uh oh, here we go. Here we go. I think we talked about this before too. Uh Mary's on the Mark Cuban continues to regret letting Nash walk in free agency in two thousand four. Dallas acquired the future Hall of Famer in ninety eight draft night trade. It was the same night they landed Dirk and the duo quickly became friends. They pushed the Mavs out of a decade-long playoff drought into contention 
In their six years together, Dallas made the playoffs four times, including a trip to the conference finals in 2003. Nash and Dirk were both uh, multiple-time All-Stars by 2004, but a first-round postseason exit at the hands of the Kings at the front office rethinking the partnership. Uh, Nash was approaching his 30th birthday, and the Dallas Mavericks decided against giving him a massive contract. The 6 guard responded by winning back-to-back MVPs and honors. With the Suns, Nash made six more All-Star appearances and joined one of Dallas' biggest rivals over the next half decade. It was Nash. It was a massive blunder by Cuban and the Mavs' decision makers. They thought Steve Nash was over the hill, but his best basketball was ahead. Keep him and Dirk together will forever be one of the biggest what-ifs in franchise history. The Dallas Mavericks are no strangers to making front office mistakes. They overcome plenty to win the 2011 championship. Can they follow a similar path with Luka Doncic? Stay tuned to find out. Bro, we um, they gave up on Steve Nash. He was 29. Yeah. What? What? A multiple-time All-Star at 29? Who does that? A guard? But um. Yeah, man, that was that was that was a dumb move. After that King series, you just got to get defense. That was always the issue. So we, we, we blame on that. We blame Donnie. Got you blaming Donnie Nelson on that one, man. Even though Mark says his biggest regret. No, no, no. It was Donnie that said he regrets it. Mark, Mark never done anything wrong. Jeez, man, he got rid of he got rid of Nash, man. Two time MVP after that. If only he was still on the team. Twenty nine. Yeah. And what uh, what do we get for that, Rob? What do we get for Steve Nash? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yep. Wait, we didn't trade him. He was a free agent. Nope. He walked away. We got absolutely nothing for Steve. Oh, a two-time MVP. We let an MVP literally walk away. That's true. Then we Jalen Brunson walked away. But <laughs> these dudes be walking away from the crazy. We had sixteen regrets with his franchise. Yeah. Y'all, ain't been, y'all ain't been there that long. Yeah. Yeah, we've only been around since 1980. Yep. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get to these uh, questions, comments real quick, man. Let's do it. Go ahead and do this real quick, man. You got a question or a comment, guys? Hit us with the WTM in front of your question or your comment, so that way we know you're addressing us and not one of your fellow Glow Yard members. Um, we're going to try to make this a quick one tonight, guys. I'm not going to stay on too long, so we're going to go ahead and knock these out real quick. Here's All with right. the WTM in front of your question or your comment. Uh, super chats, we'll take care of those first if they come in. Uh, but the regular chats, we will hit after the super chats if any super chats come in. I'm on it. What up, Matt? He said, yo, what's up, guys? Thanks for the show. Getting bored with no Dallas basketball. I know how you feel. We got to make content, Matt. Thank you for thank you for watching the show, man, being up. Uh, Richard Gloyard gang member said, what's up? Uh, late start tonight. Yeah, Richard, late start. Yeah, late start, man. Long day. Uh, Precision said, blessing, fellas. Excited when y'all uh, jump on. Keep grinding. Always a dope show. Appreciate you, Precision. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I know this one kind of quick and boring, but we're trying to get something out there for y'all. Uh, Ray says, what's up, Gloyard? What's up, Ray? What up, Ray? Uh, oh, yeah, it didn't even have a click this. I know you don't have a. WTM, but TGK Goyard, I remember, said DSJ was two, was uh, gave up two soon. Yes, 
I agree on that one. You should have been on the list. Yeah, too soon, too. Uh, Alameo said, what's up, fellas? Thanks for the stream. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, let's see. I see you, Johnny B. Glow, y'all. What up? Ain't nothing to talk about. Y'all going to be in bed by 1230. That'd be nice. But y'all ain't going to let that happen. Frank, go y'all gang member as well. Johnny B was as well. Said gave up too soon as Dodo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish I had Jay Crowder instead. But no, I love Dodo. Right. I'm not. I know I love Dodo. Richard says just like the Dwight with Dwight, it's not his fault. Mark puts him in those spots. I'm not wishing KP nothing but the best. It just didn't work out here. But I'm seeing a common theme here: Cuban and mistakes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, 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 Richard. It's Donnie. Donnie's the one that just re-signed the uh, White Powell. Uh, Johnny B also says Mavs gave up on Brandon Wright way too fast. Yeah, I said that, Johnny. I said I did not want to see uh, Brandon Wright and Jay Crowder at that time leave, which was another way we could have got Rondo, but I understood. Uh, G2 says it should, one, two, three should definitely be Nash, Brunson, and Tyson. I, don't, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I can't argue. I can't say no, and I can't say yes. Yeah. Vroom says uh, Josh Howard, Roddy Bobois. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Roddy Bobois really started getting hurt, so we didn't really give up on That's kind of – with Josh, it was kind of – Josh, yeah, it started. Of course, stuff. Yeah. It's it's wild, though, because if it was the same Josh Howard now, I think he'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said Michael Finley should stay should stay with Dirk. Mike was kind of old by then, too. Yeah, he was getting up there, man. He went in one with San Antonio as a, as a role play off the bench behind uh, – he was even behind Manny, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he came off the bench. He's a six man. Oh, actually, you no, know, he's. I think he started. Wait, no, no, no. You're right. I think he, yeah, he started he because Manny was the bench guy. So the they right. had him in front of him. Yeah, you're right. He was. Uh, he was what's the name? Deshaun Stevenson. Yeah. Uh, Richard says, uh, "Sam, I am missed that smile." Who? Oh, um, Sam Perkins. Big smooth. Groom says Tyson Chandler no running it back. Yeah, man. Can't believe we let go of that. I want this jersey. Uh, Vroom says Dennis Rodman. I want that jersey. Man, I think they had that jersey, man. Uh, look on Michelin Ness, man, and see if they got that it's, Rodman. Okay. Yeah, I think they had it. Uh, Ribs, Glow Y'all Gang member. What's up, Ribs? Oh, uh, yeah, Dodgers, man. I need you to say something. Uh, What's up, man. gang? Yo, hey, what Chico at, man? Classy, your city. Yeah, man. The, uh, Chico here today. Y'all stole one, what was that, two days ago, the first game with that grand slam at the end. Oh, yeah, I saw the highlight. Yeah, and then today they just beat the hell out of us today. It was just going off. So hopefully we can get tomorrow. We still haven't been swept all season yet. So so we so we doing y'all a favor for nothing pretty much. No, this ain't for nothing, man. It's baseball. Thank y'all for keeping it there. We'll be fine. We're gonna get them. Uh Varun says Elton Brand six nine, two hundred fifty-four pounds. Yeah, I mess well with Brand. Mm, no, I don't think he's a regret though. No, 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 no. I just Elton Brand was my back in the day, Sandy General. Uh, Daniel says, I feel like that the Mavs have had a good offseason this year, but I feel like we are going to get a big man somehow. I saw how Nico is with the moves he's making. He's trying to win. Yeah, Daniel, he's fine. Suppose I think that somebody said something about Nico also said again that he's not finished. Yeah, well, 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 says Brandon Wright and Marquise Daniels fight me. I don't care. Not. Nah, I don't got to fight you. Yeah. Well, Marquise Daniels and Josh Howard with him. Jeez. Brandon Wright, we already know about him. Uh, Varun mm-hmm. said Lamar Odom, Rajan Rondo. <laughs> Man, I wanted Ron. I, you know what? I still take the Rondo jersey if I could get it. I ain't going front. Rondo's still my dude. Uh, Riv says, uh, Rel, y'all catching it next. So enjoy the Rays series while it lasts. Dodge Nason. 
Man, get man, reels. I man, I'm so mad about it, man. Things be getting so watch it today, man. I know you're gonna be watching this. Man, I'm mad at you, man. We could have went to this game. Um, but we, we waited too late for the tickets, man. Shout out to uh, Jay and Will. Uh we were trying to go to that game, Reels, but the that's whole entire series is sold out. Mm. That's what we were really were trying to go to. Come on, Dodgers. I don't, I don't want two though, Reels. It's okay. We I mean, we still the team. Don't worry. Baseball is baseball. We'll see y'all in the playoffs, hopefully, if y'all get to the World Series. You got to talk, talk to Coy about that one, though. Uh, Richard says, it seems like I remember Perkins was a money thing. You might the money thing or was it just he not want to, uh, not want to be there? A lot of them older, like, games. Like, I remember the players. Like, as a kid, all I remember the players playing and leaving. That's all I remember. I don't remember the circumstances of them leaving, except for McGuire. I, I kind of learned as a kid that he was kind of having bumping heads with the front office. And I just remember getting Adrian Danley. He coming over here and being trash, um, just being selfish, man. And we kind of went downhill from there. Like like that article said, we really went downhill as we lost Aguirre. That really was when we kind of fell off. It's like it's like us losing Dirk in his prime. Like yeah, you know, Dirk taking you to the playoffs like ten straight years when he hit the game. You, know, you lose him halfway through his prime. You know what I'm saying? Like the peak of his game. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Nick says, "What's the latest on Capella? Same thing. Waiting game. See if they want to, if they're going to trade him. What's going to happen? Still sitting there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really hearing anything, man. So I'm not sure. I really ain't been on Twitter like this. If I hear it, I hear something. If I don't, I don't. That's how I feel about yeah. the Capella thing. It, it if it, it happened, somebody let me know. I'll get an alert. Yeah. Richard also says, uh, "Shrimp was my favorite Mav. Yeah. Yeah. Very underrated. I just didn't. I, I don't know why I thought Dezler Shrimp was like six, seven, six, eight. I never knew he was sixteen, bro. Yeah. Him and uh, like Tony Kukoc." Yeah, I knew I knew Google was like 16, 6, 11. Uh Matt says tomorrow the trade is going to happen. I trust Nico either Allen Capello or PJ Washington. Let's go MFFL. Fingers crossed. Let's hope, Matt. Uh, Aaron says Row was right. Our boys in the nineties were so bad. I remember early King of the Hill making fun of us. Peggy said if we don't get to the mall early, all that will be left is Dallas Maverick stuff. Wow. Yikes. Man, I'll tell you they used to give away tickets at the grocery store, man. That's how bad it was. Uh, Stewart said I was sick after we let Nash go. You would have thought Cuban would have learned this lesson with JB. Another 13, huh? No, no, no. You mean Donnie Stewart. Uh, Outcast says, uh, among the rookies beside the Mavs, who are you excited for? Ooh, um, so I'm excited for school. I'm excited for Wimby. I'm excited for Brandon Miller. I'm excited for all the rookies. These rookies look real good, actually, in the summer league in general. Like, I'm excited to see who's really going to be the players because, you know, usually the top guys, you got the guys, and they even make it or they don't, but then you usually got guys throughout the draft that's going to be huge. Like what Prosper is, like in draft. Yeah, like Prosper or um, Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, those type of guys where you'd be like, right. man. Jimmy okay. Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. So I'm excited to see. I think it's going to be a lot of guys, actually. I think the league about to get very – this might be a draft that makes the, the league, like, the future of the league made you be sitting with a bunch of these guys just being in the league. Like I, I, I recognize watching summer league. If it goes over to the to the uh, NBA, that a lot of these guys have talent from this year. So like they were saying, it's deep. I understand why they're saying it's deep. Like a lot of guys can, can play basketball. Like I feel like a lot of guys are better than the Mavericks guys that are all over this draft. <laughs> Steve says uh, Josh Howard should have made that list, but I know why he wasn't. Yeah, you know Steve. But Josh, yeah, you understand why? Yeah, but Josh was that dude though. Another guy I take his jersey. 
Uh, Outcast also says, I feel like at this point, I'd rather see if they can get a power forward than a center right now. Either, I, I take either or right now. Uh, Johnny B said, We gave up too fast on Dinwiddie. <laughs> we got Kyrie, man. They don't want Kyrie. I don't know what you be wanting, Johnny B. Uh, and that's it, bro. Right I guess that's it. And uh, yeah, LMAO said he's uh he's happy. He's one. He's uh his favorite of the Thompson twins. Yeah, I heard well, they, didn't, didn't one of them get hurt or something? Yeah, one of them got hurt in game one. The other one been balling though. Yeah, man, the uh, all rookie teams came out for summer league and we had no Mavs on there. I didn't think we were going to. We were too good of a team. Yeah, they better show my boy AJ Lawson some love at least, man. He's been out there balling, but. We got we for uh, hopefully Prosper makes that rookie team. I hope I hope they both make the um, like play for the All Star game. That'd be yeah, cool. I, I think that, I, I mean I can't say I think they. Well, will hopefully all three of them because we got three. Yeah, guys. hopefully, yeah, hopefully all three of them. You're right. Uh, we'll, we'll see, man. It's going to depend on what kid do with their minutes. So. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, well, uh, let's hope two of them. Let's get two out of three. How about that? Why can't all three? I mean, we could get all three. I'm just talking about Jason Kidd. Oh yeah. Let's get two, right? Like let's get let's get uh Hardy and Prosper in there. I can see. But yeah, man, it's a short one tonight, man. Like I said, we definitely appreciate everybody rocking with us, man, with a late one. Uh we apologize for starting late, but we definitely are here for you guys. We definitely appreciate the support of the channel. We uh ask that you guys uh oh got no uh, he naturally, oh. naturally taller, maybe more gifted than. I don't, I don't want to say more gifted. He may, he might be more athletic and taller than Bronny. I don't know if he's more skillful than Bronny. Supposedly, I've been hearing people say he might be better than Bronny. I don't know. Man. I don't know. He he. So they saying he might be better because he's going to be taller and all that. So that you know how people love height and all that, but. He built like a – he kind of in that vein of like an Andrew Wiggins type build. Yeah, but what I've seen though his game, it don't look as polished as like Bronny. Not yet at least. Yeah, because Bronny, he, he uh, honed in on a certain particular skill sets like yeah. for defense, uh, you know, passing, being an efficient point guard and catching and shooting, you know what I'm saying? So, a shooter, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's get these last two in real quick. Matt says, good night, y'all. Quick stream, nothing to talk about. So, yeah. Yeah, man, we gotta get an. Uh, I got a topic for Friday, bro. If you're interested, and what it would be. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Johnny B. Oh, says, yeah. I wish we could give up on power. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I wish he was on that. Well, not on that list because I mean you didn't want to give him up, but yeah, I wish he would. Yeah, we gave one or two. But it is what it is, man. But yeah. Uh, we'll be back here on uh, Saturday, guys. Friday for the Glow Yard members. We'll be back Friday morning. Uh, Saturday, we'll be back for the rest of the, the Glow Yard. So we'll uh, we'll come in. I thought pre-injury power was number 16. Man, I missed that dude. He was good. I don't be happy enough. He wasn't that great. He was all right. Oh, oh, no. Uh, Knight says, thanks to the Rangers, your Orioles might catch the Rays. No, we're going to catch the Rays. It's not thanks to the Rangers, but we appreciate y'all. Like, no, no, thanks to the Rangers. Y'all just beating the winning the series. See, y'all be talking. That's why I'll be getting y'all hyped up too much. You see that? Like, 
Bro, you see him say nothing while y'all was losing all those games in them series. Y'all win a couple now. Y'all, because of y'all and all that stuff. All right. All right. Shout out to them Dodgers, too. I didn't hear you, my bad. My mic was off. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like I said, we, we're going to catch you guys on Saturday, guys. The Glow Yard members will catch you on Friday. Um, we got the our socials in the description box down below, guys. Follow us on all our socials. You guys can follow us on all podcast streaming services if you want to listen to us in podcast form. Also, guys, uh, if you want to buy our merch, as you can see right here, I got the shirt, hat. You guys can click on the About tab on our YouTube channel page. Scroll down and uh, go down to Glow Merch. Click on that link, and it'll take you right to it. So with all that being said, oh, can you got that you want to add? Uh, share, guys. Just keep sharing, please. I know it was a short one today. And we're getting out of here, but please continue to share. And um, we'll see you guys again next time. Thank you. Yes, sir. So with all that being said, guys, it is your boy, Real. Number boy, King. This is We Talk Mavs. We talk Dallas Mavericks from a fan's perspective. We'll be back Friday and Saturday. Go Mavs. We out.